are listening to Marcy Lynn once again on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Hey, y'all. Happy Thursday. It's Marcy Lynn. I'm here. Thank you, Harry, for the wonderful introduction. And I have the wonderful honor of having someone I love so very much because, you know, I'm very biased. There are four of us, y'all. It's not just Denise Jones, not just Dexter Jones, not just Marcy Lynn Jones. There is a Marvin Glenn Jones II, who is just as brilliant as my mom made us. So I'm introducing the world to my wonderful, wonderful martial arts advocate for activism in all different types of areas. My little brother, Marvin Glenn Jones. I call him Glennie, Marvin Glenn Jones II, but I'm gonna call him Glennie or MJ on stage, a stage name MJ. <laughs> Hi, I love you. Hi, um, it's so funny because I, I tell this joke all the time. My family calls me Glenn. Um, some of my friends call mm-hmm. me Marvin still. Um, a lot of my friends call me MJ and uh, I have no clue what my name is. <laughs> they call me MJ, Marvin and my family. Um, if they don't call me Glenn, it sounds kind of weird, but yeah, I, thanks for having I, I, me. Yes, I'm so happy to have you here. You do so much. And it's so funny because I was telling everybody, I said, you know, we're brothers and sisters, but we don't get a chance to sit down and really talk to each other because we both have lives and, you know, we get really, really busy with our live stuff, but we are still there for one another no matter what it is. You know, it could be the midnight hour or whatever we need to do. But the things that you're doing, I'm so very proud of you, but I would like others to know how brilliant you are and how you have the wonderful heart of our parents that will do would do a lot for our friends so i appreciate that yeah it's, it's funny that you say like a lot of people don't realize that there is a fourth sibling um <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about martial arts today because i used to love i grew up and i i loved being a ninja so i was always a quiet mm-hmm. one and i was like mm-hmm. you know, ducking and dodging so people don't realize sometimes i remember even in, in high school i'd be like oh you know uh, Dexter, I'm going to get my hair cut by by Dexter, my brother. And they're like, Dexter, big Dexter, brother. I was like, yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't even know that you that he had a little brother. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I am the quiet one, the one that you know came afterwards, and no one even realized that that baby is actually a, a man now. <laughs> well, you know, I harass I harass Dexter all the time because he wanted me to be the boy. I was like, but do you have the boy? You still mad at me? You know, so <laughs> so like literally like. Just now, when we had that little award, the award thing for the barbers and beauticians, he's like, "Oh, I was so mad because she's a girl." I was like, "Well, <laughs> you have a younger brother who is a man now." But whenever I see you guys together, you guys just look like that's bro, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And I appreciate I appreciate you having me on the show because, um, like you said, we don't really get to talk that much. You mm-hmm. know, I have mm-hmm. you know I have my two my two daughters and and my three jobs and you know obviously my wife and. Um, always running around and just trying to help out family and stuff like that. And on top of that, the advocacy that I want to talk talk about today. And and mm-hmm. then, you know, you have your life with your family and everything like that and your job. Yeah. And like, you it's like you barely get to talk. So it's, it's nice to have like 40, 45. Well, listen, and this is going to be online forever. So we can we can go back to this. <laughs> like we had a conversation about that. Right. And I always tease it. My brother literally has a little Marcy and a little Denise. And I love his wife. His wife is beautiful, but I don't know how they do it because I don't want to do a little mercy on little Sydney someday. It is. It's interesting. So I just go, oh, he just has to be 
but it's but I, listen, it keeps it busy. Make sure you keep the cabbage patches away. <laughs> we got the we got the emotional one, and we got the really feisty one, you know. And it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's funny how that how that works mm-hmm. out. You know, the generations kind of just come full. Yeah, circle. I am the emotional one. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And, well, I'm feisty too, but I'm, I'm <laughs> well. That's that's the thing when we get when we get older, then it balances yeah. out. You know, because that's, that's what life's all about: being able to find balance. That's what martial yes. arts is about, which is what I want to talk about. You know, yeah. finding that balance and how. I use that to find my balance. Yes, let's let's get let's get into that. Right. My brother has always been this very serious, intense person, and martial arts transformed him into this person where he had release and relief. So I watched that, but I want the details. I want some details. So let's okay. start from. Oh my God, when did you start? You started. I started at um. I, it was 1984, 1985. So I was like six or seven. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Wong's, Wong's uh, karate school, or no, it was a Taekwondo school in uh, Hamden. And um, I remember I was just like, you know, I didn't really, you know, it was like two years of doing that, but I would really wanted to just do, you know, what I saw in movies. So, <laughs> you know, it's like we watched Kung Fu theater and um, you guys would laugh at me because I'm over there trying to do the jumping, spinning dragon mongoose kicks and, <laughs> yes. and, and all of that. So when you put me in a class and they're trying to teach me the basics and I'm like six or seven, like, no, mm-hmm. I want to I do what I saw the Kung Fu masters doing. So they would yeah. so start me on, on a form and then I spin around and throw some sort of wacky kick. And they're like, Excellent. no, 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 you got to start from the beginning. You know, so it took me a while to get into that. Um, and That's I remember. mine. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> You know, I kind of want to do my own thing as opposed to those forms, you know, but then you know, I was there for like two years. I was bullied a little bit in class, so I stopped going. Um, and then like it was I remember it was I was it was I was 13 when I returned to it. And I remember mm-hmm. it was it was the summer before before high school started and mm-hmm. uh, I got jumped for my bike. And they took my bike and my money. And, I, you know, I was very upset about that, obviously. But um, between you and I, I use it as an excuse to get mommy and daddy to sign me back up for martial arts. <laughs> I am not mad at you. And I ain't telling. I'm not telling. <laughs> like, you just told. But, you know. I, I, was, always, I was always like, <laughs> I want to go back to martial arts. So they were like, maybe, maybe later, maybe later, maybe later. And then when I got jumped and, you know, the good thing that came back to that is I was like, you know, I had a reason to go back to martial mm-hmm. arts and they were like, mm-hmm. all about it. so I ended up going into Kempo Karate. Mm-hmm. Now with Kempo Karate is, is it Kempo Karate is, um, is based off of Kung Fu. It's got some Kung Fu elements. So you get a lot of mm-hmm. Chinese type of martial arts in, in Kempo Kung Fu. Um, yeah. And, you know, so I went back to that, which was great, but then I, then I wanted to try other arts too. And I remember my friend Peanut, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know yeah. he was like, they, <laughs> they, he was like, like they're, they're having a free karate class down at the youth center. And I was like, let's go. So we were both at Kempo Karate. And then we went to this free um, karate at the, youth, at, at the youth center. And it ended up being a Korean art of Tung Sudo. So I had tried the Korean Korean art of, of Taekwondo when I started. Uh-huh. Then I went to a Chinese art, which was Kempo Karate. And mm-hmm. then I ended up at the youth center and I was doing a Tung Sudo. 
So at the same time as Tung Sudo, I was doing, I was doing um, Kempo Karate. And oh, okay. yeah, so I was doing both arts. And what was oh. interesting about that was the first forms, the first few forms were exactly the same. However, okay. the, um, the Chinese arts are a lot more radial, like a lot of circular motions. Okay. Whereas the Korean arts were linear, more like the, the you know, karate the type of, yes, mm -hmm. the karate type of style. Mm -hmm. So you would do the same form, but with, you know, the, with, with the uh, Chinese version, you'd come all the way down like this. Whereas mm -hmm. with the Korean version, you're going straight in. And I, I found that so intriguing to see and compare and contrast these two styles at that oh, point. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was Stand up and do the two because I saw the push, but you could see I could see you well. So, here. so just so here. for instance, okay. So let's say I want to do a low block for okay. the Chinese version. I come up around and make a big circle. Okay. Whereas with a Korean style, it will go straight, wow. in, straight out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's more forceful generating power so you could generate power by building it up with mm -hmm. the or generate power from straight in yeah and it was interesting to see in those two different concepts yes and compare and contrast those so either way it's like it's still the wind up it's just a matter of whether you do it forcefully or gradually right yes, and, and, exactly yeah. exactly i got it. And, yeah. it, and it was interesting because um with martial arts there's a lot more of a mental aspect than there is a physical aspect mm -hmm. um, the with martial arts especially being that young being angry about being jumped and um just going through changes emotional changes mm -hmm. even physical changes and you know I, you know it's like mental changes you you need something when you're they're at young in my in my opinion i know i needed something that would that I could uh, outlet so I could relieve stress mm -hmm. while expressing myself. And martial arts really helped me with that. Mm -hmm. And when I went to, um, so so when I ended up in the Tung Sudo school, um, it was interesting because I loved the um, the instructor of the Kempo Karate school. And I loved mm -hmm. the instruction, the instructor of the Tung Sudo school. And okay. back then, right now, it's mm -hmm. all about mixed martial arts, cross training, you know, mm -hmm. mix it up. Back then, everything was still so traditional that you had to pick a school and style. Um, it wasn't really, uh, it was mixed upon to be in two different schools, especially in the same town. So, mm -hmm. and it was also hard. It was also hard because I, I was still young and I was stuck. I was um, studying two different form systems. Mm -hmm. And yes, the the first few forms are the same. But once you get into the intermediate and advanced forms and techniques, yes. it was a lot to try to 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 study and it was a lot to watch. Okay, it was a lot to watch. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I I remember, and you're so brilliant with it. It's just like to to know that these different forms were able to make a difference individually yeah. even though like in that time it was frowned upon and then you end up making your own which is mixed is it 
is that like a full circle? <laughs> That's yeah. Later in life, it became a full circle, especially um, it was, you know, 1993 was when UFC came out. Mm-hmm. So the first UFC was based off of style versus style. Mm-hmm. It was about like Kung Fu versus karate and judo versus jujitsu and ninjas versus, and it was nothing like you would think it was back then. Because mm-hmm. when you, when, before UFC, there was this concept that martial arts was mystical and magical. People thought mm-hmm. that, you know, people had like chi powers and, oh, you want to mess with him? He's, you know, a karate ba- black yeah. belt or a keto black belt. And yeah. you thought that you would get beat up like you saw in the movies, you know? Mm-hmm. And you, Even you, our movies. We had some movies too. We had some movies too. What is okay. that? Um, with Apollonia or some golden child. I can't remember. Uh, with Apollonia. Here's the one. For me, the one. You'll remember this. Um, the Last Dragon. That's the one. That's why I was trying to figure out. Last Dragon, yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason why I love Bruce Lee because was because Bruce Leroy wanted to be like Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's I, I didn't have the obsession with Bruce Lee. I had the obsession with Bruce. I wanted to be just like Bruce Leroy. Mm-hmm. One of my first... Uh, one of my first crushes was Vanity from The Last Dragon. That's what I was just saying. I couldn't figure out was Apollonia or which one it was. I couldn't really figure out what it was. It was Vanity. Vanity, um, like, and Vanity and Time Mac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Vanity yeah. and Time Mac. And then, and then show enough for me was mm-hmm. like, he was like the scariest film. I was like, oh my God, he better not hurt Bruce Lee, right? Oh, no, right? Show enough. Oh, you cut out. Oh shoot! I'm sorry. Um, wait. Ah, I'm here. Okay. No. What was there was a part the part of the show where he actually ends up getting beat up. Yeah. So <laughs> a few a few times he gets mm-hmm. beat up by Shona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to show his students to be humble, and and Shona was like, "Kiss my converse." And then well, he, yeah. And he was about to beat up Shona, but then he was like. Yeah, <laughs> And then tried to kiss, kiss his converse, and then Shonoff kicks him in the head, and it's like yeah, because oh yeah, I remember that, yeah, 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 that yeah. part. Listen, see now I gotta watch it. You know, yeah. go back. You know, you know, you and I watched them those movies over and over and over again. Oh yeah, see that's that's mm-hmm. that, was, that was one of the yeah. that was one of the ones I could recite every line mm-hmm. as it's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that I love it. Yeah, that's one of the But yeah, um, so it's interesting because. Mm-hmm. Um, until that time, you always expected, you know, the uh, martial arts fighter or martial artist to beat you up like they would at the end of Last Dragon or at the end of mm-hmm. uh, Enter the Dragon. And you thought that you were yeah. going to get kicked by some jumping, spinning high kicks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. UFC 1 came along and real fights don't look like that. Real fights don't operate like that. No. Very messy. So you see these guys and you're expecting like the sumo guy to be able to run through the Dutch kickboxer and a Dutch <laughs> kickboxer literally kicks his teeth out of his face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Wait, what What did we just see? And then you see the grapplers on the ground and mm-hmm. back then it was like, what are they doing? We don't even know what they're doing. Like, Yeah, it's a whole different... <laughs> and that's, yeah. where, that's where, you know, Bracey Jiu-Jitsu, which is now known as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, ended up being such a dominant art because Hoist mm-hmm. Gracie won 
that tournament. And the reason why um, mm. they, they put him in instead of his bigger, stronger bro- brothers is because they want mm-hmm. to show that we have the technique that can beat the bigger, stronger people. Yeah. And, but at that time, I remember screaming at the TV, like, what are they doing? Stand up and fight. Stand up and fight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. was supposed to be. Um, so and, it was and a so lesson. What's that? It was a lesson. It was. It was. A, it was a huge lesson. And at that point, I wasn't ready to to receive that lesson. It was interesting. Um, so I met. So it was, so later in life, you realize, okay, especially now with mixed martial arts and everything like that, it's like, okay, that's what shaped what actually works in that in that arena. In yeah. And what you're seeing now is the full circle is a lot of these athletes, these MMA athletes are starting to figure out ways to get some more of those flashy, set set them up the right way so that you can get a little of those flashy uh, kicks in there. Mm -hmm. Example Mm -hmm. given, Anthony Pettis, there's a, they call him Anthony Showtime Pettis. Mm -hmm. They call it the the Showtime kick where he did something that you only Mm -hmm. see in the movie. He jumped off of the, uh, he put his foot on the octagon and then kicked the person with the same foot that he put on the octagon. So he jumped, stepped on the octagon and then kicked the person. And Uh, and after he stepped up. Yeah. So you see stuff like that happening now where they know how to set it up so they could get some of these traditional Mm -hmm. techniques that you thought would never happen after you saw Mm -hmm. you one and mix it in. So it's interesting. There's a lot, there's a lot. Well, you know, after after a few years, I was the only one that's. I'm probably still the only one that can go when you're fighting. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those... everybody's like, "Oh, did Glenny fight? Yes, he did fight. Uh, you watched it? Yes, I watched it. How do you watch it?" I said, "I pray the whole time. <laughs> 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 the whole time praying. When I'm not turning my back, acting like I'm talking to somebody else, <laughs> I pray." Right, <laughs> <laughs> you're so strong. Now, explain your levels to me because I don't understand. I, I, Used to understand because I tried, but I never really got into it. Into it, but explain, explain your level. Like you have a different level in each style. Is that yes? Oh, so there's, okay. also, there's, there's like thousands of styles out there. Mm-hmm. So I started in uh, Taekwondo. So when we were young, when I, I told you, I didn't really listen. But then I ended up in those two schools, mm-hmm. and I ended up having to make a choice because. Um, at one point, both of my instructors were at, you know, they were at a perform. There was, what was it? Oh no, it was a fair. So there was a fair and I was performing at the fair for one of the schools. And then the other school, the Tung Sudo school was there handing out flyers. And the Tung Sudo school, each other. so, and they, and they ended up, you know, talking to each other, obviously, but it was kind of like a friendly competition type of talk. And the Tung Sudo instructor tried to introduce me to the Kempo instructor. And I was like, I already know, I already know him. I trained at his school too. So it was like the, the, the uh, Tung Sudo instructor knew that I was training at the other place, but the other place didn't know. You know, me being, oh. uh, yeah, me being young and, you know, feeling kind of awkward about things. Like I, I felt awkward telling him that I was training there too. Um, yeah. But at, at that point, when they were, you know, when the Tungsu instructor was like, oh, yeah, he tried to introduce me. I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to lie or omit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Say, hey, I've been training there, too. 
So then they were both now telling. Well, why both, was it? Why was it you like you said it wasn't? It was frowned upon to it do was that. Very frowned upon back then. Because um, oh, it was competitive. Is that why? Yeah, so, so part of it is because it's competitive, and then part of it is part of tradition. Back mm. in those days, it was like you had to have a loyalty to your instructor. Got it. Okay. So, um, times have changed. Mm -hmm. I am an advocate for cross training, mixing, mm. and most instructors are at this point. But back then, it was like, no, you're my student. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can teach you. And our and, and before UFC, it was like all these all these arts always said. Yes. Our art is better than all the other ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, like, yeah. Why would you do Kempo if you could do Tung Sudo and vice versa? Because guess what? Yeah. Our art is better than, you know, especially like Kempo would be like, Kempo is better than Tung Sudo. Yeah. So, better than okay, that. I got it. The place down the street would say, oh, well, ours is better than that one. And then UFC mm -hmm. happened and you realize, guess what? Fighting is fighting. Like Bruce Lee said, fighting is fighting. fighting. Well, listen, it was healthy competition back then, I yeah. can imagine. Yeah, it's like unless there's a human with four arms and three three legs, fighting is mm -hmm. fighting. That's what, uh, that's what Bruce Lee used to say. And, he, and he's right. Yeah. Fighting is fighting. So that's why these days you see a lot more of people advocating to mix the martial arts. So mm -hmm. I did make my decision, and I ended up with the Tung Sudo School. Okay. Uh, here's where it gets really cool for me. That comes to those school after UFC had a lot of connections. So what they did is they started bringing instructors in from different places, from different yeah. parts. So now you're getting, um, you're getting the Ikido, you're getting the point style karate, um, mm -hmm. which, it, which was like, for me, there was a point style karate coach. That was my coach that mm -hmm. I learned a lot of my techniques from. And I was yes. not dominant as a, as a teen competitor. And then they also bought in kickboxing, which is one of the arts that I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. You and kick then, my butt in kickboxing. You kick my butt in kickboxing. You kick. <laughs> Wait, listen. If you ever go to a class and he's teaching it, you better bring it. You cannot fake it with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's I would. I I think maybe two. I just I was like, uh, uh, OK. <laughs> hurting everywhere now i can dance and stuff so you know actually <laughs> graced off but a lot of that helped but yeah. i'm like kickboxing. Ooh, i remember that yeah. and then he used to be and that instructor actually used to be a uh sparring partner for ben pazienza um, oh really yeah so he was he was an amateur like when he was amateur and ben was an amateur he was a sparring oh, partner. okay so i got i got boxing i got kickboxing and I was, you know, so I started in kickboxing about, you know, 30 years ago. So, yeah. So, so as yeah. far as my, my ranks, so in that school, I ended up being, um, ended up being a green belt. And then when I went to okay. college, I ended up uh, promoting to red belt in Tungsten. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, when I went to college, I decided to go back to Tungsten. To uh, Taekwondo. Yeah. I remember so with Taekwondo, I started teaching Taekwondo. I got my first degree, and then I ended up uh, getting my second and third degree as well. So I'm a third degree in Taekwondo. Okay, and, Taekwondo. Um, 
a red belt in Tung Sudo, which um, I'm actually going to start studying again. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and with Kempo. I haven't, uh, I haven't really, I, I stopped studying Kempo, but um, like with mm -hmm. kickboxing, I have over 30 years of experience with kickboxing. So yeah. my primary arts are kickboxing, Taekwondo, and Tung Sudo. Um, however, wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I want to hear about the art that you made. That, that, that's the one I want to know. So, so, make I made a hybrid, but but like it right now, um, I haven't really incorporated this last part, which is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I started about three mm -hmm. years ago. I am mm -hmm. a blue belt in that. And um, one reason why I love Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is because, like I said, it evens out the playing field for any size and strength if you have the technique. So if you have the technique, the size and the strength um, is usually, if you've trained for years and years, um, the technique can actually um, dominate the size and the strength when you're um, when you're a BJJ professional, especially if you know how to mix it up, you know how to sprawl and keep keep a um keep a fight wherever you want it if you want it on the ground you keep it on the ground if you want it you know standing up you keep it standing up so oh, i'm sorry i can't hear you oh there wait unmute okay <laughs> i was like wait how am i muted um no i saw that in the last fight you were in where you guys were keeping it on the ground and controlling what what was that was that so that's brazilian jiu-jitsu so brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is um, the art that that we found out was pretty dominant, completely dominant from UFC One on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. UFC One was a was a rude awakening for the martial arts world. Martial arts changed mm -hmm. forever because Gracie, the Gracie family, which created Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, okay, um, pretty much dominated in the style versus style you know, type of format of a tournament. Okay. So Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was wildly popular. For me, I was always a striker, so I used to avoid taking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu until I went to the Tung Sudo school, and they taught yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu there, and that was yeah. my first taste for it. But a few years ago, I got I got serious about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and mm -hmm. I've been training in that for about three years on top of all of my striking. And another thing okay. that I love about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is... Through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, every year I compete in Tap Cancer Out, which is an yeah. organization that's um, dedicated to raising funds for um, for cancer awareness, cancer um, research, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's one thing that I love about um, that was a great event. It was a great event, really, really was. I'm glad I was able to make it because it was just. It was just amazing. I didn't yeah. have to turn my back as much on that one. Yeah, that one. Back. So it's funny. Like you could control more of the intensity in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mm -hmm. um, and it's based on ground grappling, um, chokes, and joint locks. So the amount of pressure you apply, you just apply enough pressure for someone to to tap, and then you you don't have to hurt them. Whereas mm -hmm. striking, um, a lot of times you're just trying you're trying to knock the person out. So You'll see a lot more concussions and stuff like that. And yeah, it's a lot more of me not showing up. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, uh, here's the money for my ticket to help and support, but I love you and I can't watch that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm better with it than I used to be though, because I, I wouldn't go at all before, remember? But I've come, but now I think I could really watch it. Because yeah. I know. And, 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 um, the other part of that as well that I'm very proud of is um, I am an ambassador for a another nonprofit. So I'm an ambassador for this one. It's called Submit the Stigma. Mm -hmm. stigma.org. Now that one is using martial arts and, and particularly Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, mm -hmm. for mental health awareness and suicide prevention. So that's another nonprofit that mm -hmm. I am involved in. So I, I'm using these platforms and the martial arts, not only for my benefit, but I'm also trying to advocate for other people to get involved um, yes. for you know, you know, stress relief. Like the thing, thing with martial arts is for me, it's not just about kicking and punching or choking and, and submitting yes. people. Um, the other part of that is finding your own harmony with yourself, finding your balance, yes. um, stress relief. Um, it, 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 you know, it relieves anxiety, um, mm -hmm. but also the, the physical benefits. You got to think about the physical, physical benefits as well. Like, um, not just defending yourself but you know get you you can that is defense gain. i mean you're better yeah. in yourself than defending yourself so right like you gain coordination you know you're doing endurance work you're 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 you know you're losing you're losing fat building lean muscle and um mm -hmm. flexibility range of motion um mm -hmm. all types of great stuff could come out of you know just training in martial arts so yes 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 that's awesome Oh man, I just learned a whole lot. And I actually learned how to pronounce some stuff I didn't know how to pronounce. So that's great. <laughs> so in actuality, I'm thinking about all those times when we were in the backyard that I mentioned it at, you know, um, the service. And now it makes sense the things that you were doing because you were learning two different arts. So it was like, what's he doing now? You know, the kind of, right. but now it makes sense. Cause now I'm older and I can, I can see it now. But and then I was like, what on earth is he doing? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, especially okay. like my friends in the backyard, we have our own little tournaments sometimes. Oh man. Sometimes, sometimes we'd be standing up and punching and kicking. Other times we'd be throwing each other on the ground and trying to hey. choke each other. I'd be like, um, somebody could get hurt. So I think that might be the point. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> or, we're practicing to hurt someone. <laughs> but yeah. Something, you know, yeah. and mentioning peanut again, like you. Like Peanut and I, like every once in a while, like whenever we thought the other person was kind of chilling out and in my room, that's why you mm. hear all that. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Mm. Because it was like we always tried to sneak each other. Mm -hmm. and then, so it was like UFC before US even existed. <laughs> like we would jump on each other. We'd have this MMA match. We'd have a wrestling party. In <laughs> yeah. We'd have like an MMA match, you know, and all of our friends would be there as the judges, you know. Yeah, <laughs> That's it. Listen, everybody was there. It's just like, but that's just the way it was. We yep. always had people in the house. And I always was like, what is he doing? Somebody going to get hurt. Yep. And mom be like, just leave him alone. They're doing their karate or whatever she called it, karate. Yep. Thing. <laughs> All of your trophies. How many trophies do you have in total? Do you know? Have you ever counted them? I lost count, but I, um, you know, you not, but my new, my new, uh, my new goal is to have as many medals as trophies because in okay. type of martial art, the type of martial art that I competed in is called open karate. 
mm-hmm. martial arts. So um, what it is is there was a style where um, you know it was a type of it was a type of tournament where all styles could come and compete against each other, different mm-hmm. than um, UFC because all you could do is throw strikes and you could and they would stop you on the point and then award the point and you couldn't hit below the waist. Whereas in you know mixed martial arts and UFC, you can pretty like especially when UFC first started. It was mm-hmm. kind of more no holds barred where you could do um you could do pretty much anything when it first started. Now they yeah. make more of a sport where it's actually there's there's a commission, um and, and they make certain that there's certain there's certain moves you can't do, but you can wrestle, you could grapple, you could you can choke, you can do stuff like that. So I haven't okay, so done I get it, yeah. martial arts before, but I did open karate. So open mm-hmm. karate, um you get trophies in open karate. So I have all the trophies um, you see in, my, in mom's, uh, on mom's yeah, um, from open karate. But yeah. now that I'm doing, um, now that I'm doing uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you get medals instead of trophies. So okay. I have a few medals and I'm trying to build up as many medals as I can. Oh, you'll get them. I'm not worried about that. I'm sure you'll get them. Just, you know, <laughs> let me know when I could come and not cringe, but you know, I'm gonna cringe anyway, but I, I just like, I'd like to watch, I like to see everyone in action and there's some brilliant women too, like really, really yes. strong women that yes. I saw. I definitely recommend Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for women. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, when when Gracie Jiu-Jitsu was created, it was created by um, a man called Helio Gracie. Now Helio Gracie um, had a lot of big, strong brothers, but Helio Gracie was sick when he was young. So he was mm-hmm. a lot more fragile and weak, but he wanted to do jujitsu with his brother. So okay. he a way to use jujitsu um, so the technique can beat his brothers and he can have a chance. So now it's like that's where that's why I say all people should try Brazilian jujitsu. Um, mm-hmm. With Brazilian jujitsu, when you get good enough, your technique can beat the the, the strong, the stronger and larger person. Especially if you mix with the other arts. So I was watching. There was one little, like, smaller girl. She took down that other girl. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. What did I just watch? You know, we have open, we have open weight. There's like an open weight category. Yes. So any yes. weight could go in there. So you could be 110 pounds and go against someone who's 250 pounds. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not about the size. It's about the technique and about the training exactly. too. Right? That one, that that person that's 110 pounds, if they have better skill. That 250-pound person doesn't have a chance. The next, the next tournament that I'm doing, um, that I'm competing in, is Tap Cancer Out in June. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to cut down to light heavyweight. Okay. And um, I was. I know. Yeah, you were mentioning you did some things, some lifestyle changes to help do that too. Yes, yeah, exactly. So I'm wor- working on that, and I, I like to lean down. A lot of people, um, and a lot of athletes, what they do is they cut weight. What mm-hmm. I want to do is lean down. So I'm starting a, a training regimen and a diet now um, mm-hmm. so I can lose the 25 pounds that I need to to get to the uh, weight category. Okay. Now, when you say lean down, because some people might not understand that, lean down. Explain yep. that to some folks. So when you um, you strengthen your diet and um, you exercise, what you want to do is instead of cutting weight, which means that you're losing a lot of weight in a very short amount of time, um, which is not very healthy and it taxes your your organs and um, mm-hmm. your body and there's no way to maintain it. 
if you lean down, I'm taking um, April, May, and June to eat as clean as I can, stay at a caloric deficit, um, limit alcohol almost to none, um, mm -hmm. and and train. Uh, and the training's always there, so I'm gonna train five five to six days a week. Um, and I stay at that caloric deficit and I make certain that I'm balancing out all of my meals, then mm -hmm. your body has no choice but to lean down to a healthy weight. And that's kind of the approach that I'm taking for uh, leaning down. So as far as um, reaching out to you and maybe getting lessons or anything else, how can people reach you? So you can re reach me at CT Krav Maga and MMA. Um, it's in North Brantford, Connecticut. If you go to Black Tiger, blacktigerkickboxing.com. Black I posted it before, yeah. I posted it before you came on. So I'll post it again when I post the show. I appreciate that. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, but yeah, blacktigerkickboxing.com. Um, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you can sign up for um, trials. There's trial packages. Um, mm -hmm. There's a there's a Krav Maga trial package. There's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu trial package. Um, I think there's also a kickboxing trial package. I teach, mm -hmm. uh, I teach kickboxing presently there at uh, CT Krav Maga and MMA. Um, I studied Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu there at CT Krav Maga and MMA. And, um, and I also assist with the MMA striking, mixed martial arts striking class. Um, mm -hmm. Every once in a while, what I'll do is I'll alternate. I'll teach the class and the other uh, instructor, Jeff Massey, will teach the class. Um, right okay. now, Jeff Massey is teaching the class um, and I, I, I'm there and I actually, uh, I actually assist just because I have a crazy schedule. So, but, um, Welcome there, to our I, life. <laughs> <laughs> but I would highly recommend signing up for a trial, trying it out, try to kickbox, try to Krav Maga, try, um, the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, there's other arts too. There's Kali, which is a Filipino art. And if you're just into fit fitness, there's, um, there's also circuit training and kettlebells and i'm actually pretty upset that i can't do kettlebells because i i have comp schedule conflicts but i love kettlebells as far as like a training regimen and, and the reason mm -hmm. why is because it's more functional training you're not kind of just sitting there doing one motion with a weight you actually okay. move around with the weight and you know okay. you, you don't do any of whatever i just did i don't know what that is but <laughs> <laughs> but our it's dance, more that's, our dance. That's, a dance. that's our dance yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a glow stick dance <laughs> And I'm looking at you, you look like daddy, and you look like me. And my yeah. youngest looks like us, too. Yeah. I was so like, funny. Lena, you know, Lena, she, she, us. I remember when she, she came, when she, when she, when she was born, mm -hmm. and Amanda's like, she looks like your father. And I look, yes, look just like it's so funny. We have, yeah. we have that, we have one of each. Father. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it is so amazing. I really, really love you, and I really, really thank you for taking out the time. I love you we too, Marcia. Events coming up soon, and my brother will be back and tell, let you know about the events that are coming up that we want you to support. Cool. And anything else you want the people to know besides you're the fourth one. You're you're the one. You, there's four <laughs> of us. Besides that, what else do they need to know? Well, just check out BlackTigerKickboxing.com when you have a chance. Um, you can read more about my martial arts journey on the um, about MJ page. Um, the most important message that I want to convey here is that um, if you were to break your leg, 
you would go to a physical doctor. You go to your primary care physician or the emergency room. Um, if you break your heart, do not be ashamed or afraid to go see a therapist, a doctor that can help you. Yeah. It's very important. I am an advocate for, I have my therapist, I am an advocate for um, therapy. If you, if you need, if something, if something hurts, like I use martial arts mm -hmm. as it's very therapeutic for me. However, I don't think it's in place of actual therapy. Mm -hmm. um, we're all going through something or all going through stuff. And it's important to be able to talk to somebody, talk to a professional, um, you know, talk to your friends, talk to your family as well. Um, mm -hmm. But also don't be afraid to, get that check up to your professional. I, I believe that, and this is something that I want to work on seeing if, if this is possible. I believe that, you know, everyone gets their annual or biannual physical, right? So you should mm. have at least an annual or biannual therapy session. Yes. It's very yeah. important to make certain that your emotional health is, yeah. is just as important as your physical health. It is indeed, and eating habits and everything else. I love you and I thank you. You've been listening to Marcy Lynn once again on 103.5 WNHHLP, New Haven Independent Community Radio. I'm here with my wonderful, brilliant younger brother, Marvin Glenn Jones II, and he has shared some real nuggets with us. So please don't hesitate to reach out to him or myself if you need to know anything else about the show. And enjoy your weekend. Happy Thursday again. Marcy, Marcy, thank, you. thank you so much for having me. And I love you. Really appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely, we'll be having you again. We gotta get this work out. Hallelujah! 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 I love you